Hey there, Film Buds. Welcome back to the Film Buds Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. And I'm Lauren. And we are joined by friend of the show, Nicholas Delgadillo. Woo! Nick, how He's you doing? He's here. He's back. <laughs> I'm good. I've arrived in the digital realm. <laughs> good, good, good. Just now for the first time. For <laughs> <laughs> the first time experiencing life in the digital realm, I've uploaded my conscience. That's right. That's right. To, to the Truly. world wide web, and it's 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 honestly a bit too much. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> do, you, do you have a little a little piece of property in in some sort of NFT neighborhood? <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> no. I mean, it's probably for the best. Um, sorry, you know, like but, it's controversy and like ethical stuff, and like honestly, whatever the hell stuff aside about NFTs. The bottom line is I didn't understand it. I still don't. <laughs> In any sense. And please don't try to explain it. It's been like a year or whatever. I'm better yeah, without I it. it. <laughs> I, I don't um, know if I'm better, but like I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> you're fine without it. Really, I'll, I'll tell really you weird. you're better without it. Really weird stuff. I, I'm not judgmental <laughs> about most interests, but it's a weird one. Uh, I think I would honestly prefer very elaborate trains, you know, someone who goes and obsessively makes Rube Goldberg machines, you know, that sort Train, of thing. I mean, well, those, those kick ass for sure. <laughs> um, I get I get what's going on there. Again, like even I, I understand what's, what's happening there, even if I don't enjoy it or not. But with NFTs, I don't understand it to be. I can't. <laughs> It's Can't okay, they don't either. <laughs> no, that's a fact. That's why they all got grifted by by those teenagers. Exactly, exactly, um, exactly. Because everybody thought it was going to be the next big thing, and nobody understood what it was. <laughs> and that's just that. <laughs> but uh, anywho, now that Nick has joined us in the digital realm, uh, it's been a while speaking since of things. Speaking of things that everyone thought was going to be the next big thing, then nobody understood what it was. And I, who knew who could? Let let's talk about this movie we're going to talk about. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, he's ready for it. Um, all right. Well, then we can go ahead and we can jump right on into this bad boy. Um, so this month, of course, we've been doing you know Steven Spielberg uh, films, and we've been sort of working our way through his his filmography. We've done some of his previous films, Close Encounters. Uh, before we did this month, uh, Jaws, etc. Um, and so, you know, we, we went and we did Duel, his first big TV movie, then we did Sugarland Express, his first big theatrical film. And so all that was left, you know, sort of in, in order of his early films was an odd little film that some people may or may not have heard of called 1941 that is considered Steven Spielberg's flop. Um, and it was an epic flop. Uh, it was billed as a comedy spectacular. Uh, the film is written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. Um, it's directed by Steven Spielberg. And, uh, you know, it's got everybody for the time, you know, huge. <laughs> the cast names. is insane. <laughs> the, the cast, cast on this movie insane. is stacked. John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Treat Williams, Nancy Allen, Ned Beatty, Lorraine Gary, uh, Murray Hamilton, Christopher Lee, 
Toshiro Mifune, <laughs> Tim Matheson, like uh, Robert Stack. It's truly John Candy. Uh, John Candy. It's, <laughs> it's truly one of the most insanely enormous casts ever. And, you know, it seemed like a, a natural progression to a degree for Spielberg. You know, it's World War II, one of his interests. It's it's this big spectacle film, and the premise is hysterical Californians prepare for a Japanese invasion in the days after Pearl Harbor. Funny how they really try to sink down what's like five different plots into a single sentence. Um, Just putting it very simply. <laughs> and so, too simply, really. Uh, I guess with all that being said. Uh, especially since you're ready to talk about it. Nick, what did you think of 1941? Had you seen this film before? Had you heard about this film before? I'd never in my life seen this movie. I pro- I'd, I don't even know if I've heard of it. I maybe have like seen it, you know, just looking at at some point or another at like Steven Spielberg's filmography. Um, I had no idea what it was about beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, <laughs> What a way to go into a movie. Here's what's here. One of the many things that's interesting about this movie is that it's kind of like, um, it's interesting. There's such like a recent comparison, but um, there's like, it's when a director starts getting famous and he does like a crazy, crazy expensive looking movie, like crazy expensive movie with like a crazy cast, like Babylon that just came out. That's like, I don't know. That's just like, depraved there's just like a manic <laughs> there's like a manic energy there's cocaine energy to it fantastic that's right that's right cocaine there's cocaine energy, energy in 1941 um yeah 100% yeah 100 of the time i you know I, I really like stuff like this that's like um it's a really silly story Mm-hmm. It's fun how it's like based off of like actual events. Well, it's, it's such like a specific time period that it gets set in. Mm-hmm. Time period and setting. Um I think it has a lot of fun with um Steven Spielberg is just a one of the best directors like ever, period. Um and so like some of the stuff in this is just insane. It not to like be old and I don't say this all the time but like for real like they don't make them like this anymore yeah <laughs> like so so much of this i'm like i don't understand how they did that like that's that's crazy the dance sequence is insanity an interesting little like decades early precursor to like a sequence like west side story or something you know mm-hmm. <laughs> um the flying sequences are crazy like flying through the planes flying through the city and stuff that looks very that looks so good um oh yeah there's a lot in this that is funny uh the problem and reading more about it the problem is that it's not like consistently funny enough Mm -hmm. i feel like um it's also very offensive (laughs) (laughs) There's, there's no way around that uh it's very offensive towards the Japanese. Um, which, what? You know, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's one of those like, oh, it was the time period. Um, yes. 
<laughs> but <clears throat> no, for sure. Um, yeah, and you don't really—I I don't know—you don't really care about any of the characters. I don't think. Um, no, I think that that's fair. So, some of them are bizarre, like the, the woman whose entire purpose is that she gets horny around planes. Yeah, like uh-huh. that. That's it. And like at first, there at first there seems to be like more to her, but then there's not. <laughs> yeah. She just wants she just wants to have sex in an airplane. Um, that's yeah. her entire thing. Um, whatever. Um, it's it's fun. It's fun seeing all these like character, um, all these different things merge into like merge in unexpected ways that like results in growing chaos. Through like one very eventful night, um, so I, I like that. I don't know if this movie is good. It's continuously like very impressive, um, really jaw dropping at points for sure. Um, good in that way. Like I said, I don't actually really care about any of the characters or anything like that. I wouldn't say I was invested. I wasn't. I wasn't like I didn't feel an emotion. You know what I mean? Like entertained at points. If it's not really an emotion. No, I understand um, where you're at with that. I'm saying too much. Help me out here. What did what did <laughs> Dear, what did what did you think? Help help Nick out. Oh gosh, what what do I think about 1941? I um I think that Steven put every funny idea he could ever think of into a hat and drew them out at random, and that's how he caught this movie um <laughs> it's just all over the place it's it and you're you're right there are there are parts of this movie that are, are truly spectacular to watch there's parts of this movie there they are actually very funny but the problem is it's just i don't care i don't care about any of it i don't care about these people what are their names what are what are their names i don't know anybody's name everything is going at you at like 50 miles per hour you know, it's just constant the the whole way through to the point where I was I honestly got like bored a little bit with it um, because it was just it was just like a deluge. It like there was there was no like ebbs and flows to the comedy. They were like we're going to be funny all of the time, and sometimes that just didn't work. You know, I, I, um, I like. No, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, no, you no, 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 no. Um. I was going to say, like, here, here, the parts that I like, I like the family um, on the coast that mm-hmm. have the gun placed at their house. I think all of that is works really well. Um, <laughs> I like I really like the dance sequence and I like the chaos in the streets, but I don't care about the dude who's trying to get the girl from the dance and like the. Scary. uh uh, army guy who's like trying to take her yeah yeah, yeah um, right I, I don't care much about that <laughs> so sorry no, no disrespect to her it's that entire plot line <laughs> well i mean honestly um, you know she's honest she's just as interchangeable as as the the i want to have sex on planes chick you know um like who are either of them the army guys or so, army guys or army guys you know not n- not much wind for um the women in 1940. No, 
really the younger cast doesn't get a lot to do because they're not the famous ones. The, you know, they're not her, Dan Aykroyd. Her, her friend gets some like amazing physical comedy going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Her her That's character is insane. The but friend character is a lunatic. Her character is, but her, yeah, I will. Well, that's what ends up working because her character is equally as like shallow and like one like vain as far as like writing. Yeah, yeah just mm-hmm. just like she just wants to get with this with this good one guy. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. but like you said, but like she's an absolute lunatic, so that's just ends up being funny working for her. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, but because like, she, I, she because she she matches like the heightened. heightened oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She knows exactly what whereas, film she's in. Where's what you were saying? Whereas, like the the other uh, younger girl and like her love interest are like pretty boring. <laughs> no, yeah, like our our Romeo and Juliet, I guess storyline is like pretty like throw it away. You know, I didn't I didn't need the so guy's many storylines. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so and the I, other guy I, couldn't I like dance. Dan Aykroyd. Um, that's because he's I just doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's really funny when he gets knocked out and the guy's like, you're like, you're like a father to me. Like, <laughs> very funny um, stuff there. Um, I I don't know if he's a general or whatever, some higher up dude. I love that he goes and watches Dumbo, and that's like his entire thing, pretty yeah. much for no, most of the movie is that he goes to watch Dumbo and, is, and like, just doesn't want to be bothered. <laughs> 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 what is it now? I'm, watch, I'm watching an animated classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Leave America's alone. movie Dumbo. Um, Amazing. So let me tell you, that's good stuff. Yeah, Paul's turn. I uh, I was not, I was only familiar with this movie in the sense of everyone says, and then Spielberg bombed, you know, and then everyone just sort of walks over the movie, you know, <laughs> you know they just sort of step right over the entire thing. And in the digital age, and y- you get involved in online discourse, you see movies try to get sort of reclaimed, right? Terrible films try to get brought back as as misunderstood gems. This has never been one of them. <laughs> I've never once seen anyone go, y- you know, the misunderstood classic of Spielberg. No, one's, no one's come to bat for, like, the one that contains, like, dozens of racial slurs. No, no. Uh, but, like, you know, no one's no one's tried to be like, oh, well, it's like M.A.S.H., you know, it's... it's you know, we can kind of get past some of it. It's like mash on one and a half speed. Let me tell you, this movie is uh, directionless. And that's also why it's Spielberg's worst movie, is it's ultimately directionless. Oof. You've got all of these plots, you know, and it's based around that one sentence, I guess, is accurate. It's all about everyone's hysteria about, you know, what's going to happen in the wake of Pearl Harbor. But that's really hard material to milk. It is and it isn't to milk for comedy, but they make it so directionless that then when they try to wrap it all around toward a, an end goal, the point is too lost. We, we're too far gone. You know? Oh, yeah. And if you're talking about, like, what is the movie ultimately about? Like, it's, no, it's not about anything. I <laughs> <laughs> and, no! and, and And not in a way, like, that seems purposeful. You know, yes. what I mean? not not in like a silly like burn after reading like kind of. 
No, it's just a half-baked cake. It's <laughs> it's it's like I don't know. Of of Spielberg's funniest ideas that he's ever had in his entire life. That he just And you're right, you know, the the reason that the family story works is because it's the one that has the entire groundwork laid as the narrative. You know, that story, strangely enough, is the one that has the most bedrock laid in the first act of the movie is is the entire family leading mm-hmm. up to the confrontation of the of the submarine in in the bay and that plot works also because it's kind of right there in spielberg's sweet spot <laughs> regular people you know thrust into extraordinary situations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this movie also just starts out on like a cocaine high <laughs> and then it just craters it, it just comes down for two hours Oh and that's the other thing. This movie is criminally long for being a comedy and being so unfunny. It's There's a longer remarkable. version. Did you watch the theatric? Did you watch the theatrical version or the extended cut? Oh God, I think just the theatrical. I hope not. Oh my Was God, was it two hours? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the theatrical. That's the only one I could find too. There's a if you get like the Blu-ray or something. There's an extended cut of like an extra half hour. <gasps> no. <laughs> What's oh <my> left? God. <laughs> What's left? Maybe it Can't almost it. starts to be like the the longer version of Dawn of the Dead, where it almost becomes like so monotonous that it comes around on being good again. You know what I mean? Um, it's making a point. <laughs> you know. You know what else is funny is the guy that's kidnapped on the submarine. Uh, what was he, he had a he had a very funny name. I assume he's just like some comedian. I forget his name because when his name came up in the credits, it was very funny. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, I'm talking about like the country guy who gets killed. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, Who is the one that rides the nuclear bomb? Uh, he has to, to. He has to pretend to take a dump in the toilet. It's fantastic, <laughs> and that actor commits to the bit. That's why that that um. His name, it's, um... Good job. Oh, hold on, hold on. I do know exactly who you're talking about, because uh, we were talking about him with my mom. Uh, uh, oh god. It's, it's like a pre-Larry the Cable guy. Yeah, um... 70s Larry the Cable. Slim Pickens. That's right. Slim Pickens. That's right. Good old Slim Pickens. Fantastic. Um, who was in Doctor Strangelove, which is is phenomenal. And again, like this is all his type, you know. Like this is this is what he does. Um, I also um, I did enjoy, of course, uh, Eddie Deason as as the Mandark. odd ventriloquist. Yes. <laughs> Uh, also, know it all from uh, the Polar Express and Eugene from hey. Greece and Greece too. He's, apparently, he, he starts talking. You're just like, <laughs> no, literally, it pulled all of my attention. I said, "Hold the phone, hold the phone." My childhood is talking. <laughs> slammed on them brakes. Uh, but it's a it's a pretty remarkable feat of a movie because you are right. It has some of the good Spielberg isms in the visuals. It's insane spectacle. Spectacle. The way that John Belushi gets introduced as a character. Let's talk about John. John Belushi, Belushi in the entire film is in a different movie. Yeah, what a waste of a character! <laughs> like what? <laughs> what an absolute astounding waste. 
Oh, and I don't he know what's comes going in on like there. a hurricane, and then he's just off doing whatever the fuck every time we cut away to him. And then he just shows up there at the end, you know, screws up sort of everything, you know, in his own sort of particular way, but but is still sort of a hero figure at the end of the movie. It's it's sort of insane. It's madman stuff. It's great. Yeah. It's 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 well, honestly one of my one of my favorite parts of the movie is just watching this man just run around and do war shit. But like nobody's nobody's giving him any orders. It feels like they were trying to bank on like Blues Brothers chemistry, but that Ackroyd and Belushi were on like different schedules, and they were like, "Well, we can at least still put them on the poster together," you know? Well, yeah, because it, yeah. it's just. It's just him, like, pretending to fly around. He's not interacting with anybody very much. He does it, like, twice in the movie. Um, Still chewing on that same bit of cigar. That's one of the funniest bits, is that it's, like, the same... It's this ever-long little nub of a cigar. He just keeps smoking. My my favorite bit of his character is when he stops at the base, and he, like, continuously drinks and then spits out the coffee. Throughout the whole scene. <laughs> like there, there, there are moments of pure just comedy gold in this thing. Honestly, honestly, it can be you know very intermittently funny, but that's I think it's pure accident. Oh yeah, you know oh, because yeah. it's it's chaos happening in well, front of you. Well, I think that that's what his plan was when he put this all together. He was like, "I'm gonna put a bunch of funny people." in this funny script and they're all going to be funny yeah and that's just going to be that and i'm not going to really have to do anything and i'm going to have made a comedy yeah and it's i i like i i i do think it's funny when the japanese destroy the ferris wheel and they're like like, mission accomplished (laughs) (laughs) we did it (laughs) like good job everybody excellent and (laughs) I think that's good. That's funny. Um, I enjoy I, Christopher I like... Lee being a, a Nazi. <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Lee. I... <laughs> I can't handle thinking about um, when, like, the when the Japanese general, like, kicks the gun out of his hand and he just screams in horror. <laughs> <laughs> He instantly knows that he's dead the second the gun is knocked out of his hand. He's definitely just... Ah! <laughs> really good stuff. Um, I I love the first time the dad fires the anti-air gun and, like, you know, like, destroys, like, the shed or backs into the shed or, you know, much yeah. destruction happens. And then he's like, I'm going to reload, like, do it again, like, move his bag and do it again. And the, the old guy is like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Ends up destroying the house. Perfect. I did find it humorous the the setup for the bit where the military guy is like, and never under any circumstances mm-hmm. jam the armor. You know, <laughs> it's good stuff, man. Like I said, there's a lot of good stuff in it. But at the end of the day, you're just like, what? But what did what? No, I mean, but it, we that's were all you could... two seconds away from people just throwing cream pies at each other. Like it was just, it was just <laughs> so close. <laughs> they have like the wine gag or like the punch gag or whatever. No, literally like the chandelier. Yeah. I mean, we might as well have just have like the clowns doing seltzer bits. Like, <laughs> like oh, come they, on. Have the, they have the egg. They have the egg gag. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
See, like it's it's we're at the circus, the movie. <laughs> spectacular, spectacular. But we haven't left the clown bits the entire time. Like you it haven't gotten literally to see for the, the entire two hours. Just do, 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 do. <laughs> literally, oh with the God. occasional like motorcycle trick over the clowns. I mean, they, they they literally have Dumbo in the film circus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, clown shit. Clown maybe shit. maybe. That's that's the point. Is 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 we're the Dumbos. Yes. <laughs> well, and you know, yeah, you know, I I think that you can have movies that have these kinds of you know big overarching, insane comedic <laughs> concepts. You know, where everything is just a joke a mile a minute. Airplane, you know, is a good example of one of those movies where from around the same sort of time period. But the thing that makes that movie work is that. Even when we cut away to a side bit, we know that we're on the same story. Airplane on calamitous course toward airport. You know, whereas because it's just people facing hysteria in in the days after, it's a, it's a storyline in soft focus the entire time. And so anything that seems like a cutaway, unless it's immediately relevant in some kind of way it's just what are we doing here at a certain point with certain parts of the movie mm -hmm. and that's also what makes that two-hour runtime unforgivable and the idea of a longer one even more horrifying well, i feel like we could have done something interesting with the cutaways almost done like 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 gags of the times you know like c c safety commercial like or a something. tampopo thing yeah exactly where we're like we just completely go off on a random tangent for a little bit in a completely different direction and then we get back to our main people who are still going to go to the dance or whatever the hell that was about you mm -hmm. know and then mm -hmm. they all end up in the same place for the for the Japanese bombing the Ferris wheel. You know, that's fine. But like, I just felt like we were like, there were too many people that were almost doing the exact same things that I was like, I'm just confused. <laughs> I'm just confused. Um, what was I going to say? So a lot of white guys with black hair. Um, right? <laughs> a lot of the same type of people. Yeah, a like a lot of similar yeah, types. Um, Everybody's doing their top, their their tight ten, you know. <laughs> Everybody was told to improv at least say, ten oh, times. Oh, another part that's funny is when it's very early on when the the actual uh, soldier guy, the nice one, the the nice one, is trying to get it on with lady wants to have sex in an airplane, um, and, and not not that the stuff they're saying is very funny. I get it. But it's when they're pulling the levers and stuff and like the mm -hmm. other guys are like going flying. That stuff's funny because it's just like impressive commitment to the bit where they're like, they, oh, that that person, that stunt person was actually sent flying and crashed yeah. or something. <laughs> no, it kind of reminds me of something that like Mel Brooks would do or something, you know, in one of his gags where it's like this, this extremifying of the action to, you know, like make it, make it extra funny. As yeah, it becomes guys this whole flying. big physical gag yeah. along with you see like too many comedies today are like so they just don't either don't have the means to do it or just uh, don't do it of like committing to like really good physical comedy bits they're mm -hmm. either like you either see like weird cg in comedy like modern comedy movies or mm -hmm. just like or just like a non-commitment like the actual you know I mean? well i think that with some modern comedies you know, like one of the reasons that I think that Barb and Star 
right for an example works so well is that to your point it commits wholeheartedly in every aspect to being a comedy movie if it has to look cheap you know or a little bit campy that's fine we're gonna live in it wholeheartedly you know um we're we're going to be as wild and extreme we're going to have a musical number if we want to we'll have two if we need to mm-hmm. um whereas like a lot of other mainstream comedy releases nowadays like i think aim for this sort of like realism comedy right this like sort of office. like office parks and rec workplace sort of um yeah, uh, it, it's on like the quirky like dialogue Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes, adorable maybe, maybe characters maybe and quirky might not be the right word, but yeah, like I liked your adorable. Yeah, no, just, and, just, just it's supposed to be all like in the clever, so like in dialogue jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's we're all, all watching quippy. Fraser, Fraser or something, you know, like oh, you know, it's got a, it's highbrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so more, more, like, phys- more physical comedy. I don't know. <laughs> it's not like low budget stuff. Like, no, I have no idea. Um, and, and so I think that like then a lot of times also when they do decide to use, you know, a physical bit, it's like, oh, we'll just do, you know, some CG thing, you know, we're not going to go and commit wholeheartedly. Well, I think that that takes away from it a little bit because also that CG thing doesn't really have the weight or the, you know, the, the, the impact of like a real person doing a stunt, you know, you feel that in, in, in Home Alone when when those guys are getting getting fucked up like you're like oh crap like these these people are are in peril like if that had just been some cg body they could have done whatever they wanted with it and it would it would have lost the 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 impact of the movement itself like why it is funny well that's also why some of the best physical comedy that i've seen in a movie lately actually came from the the john wick franchise you know two and three common and john wick falling down that staircase eternally in a fight in john wick 2 is hilarious their their little quiet gunfight in the that's all really funny stuff but we're using stunt performers and stunt people who know how to Mm -hmm. use action to tell a story and that Mm -hmm. can also include comedy beats Mm -hmm. another good example of physical humor uh leo coming down the stairs in wolf of wall street when he's high on quaaludes dragging himself excellent comedic stuff you know um but again to your point it's that full physical commitment to the bit yeah yeah and do they they sure do commit in 1941. oh i will say that yeah yeah um and and you know i think that again to your that's where the movie does its best is is when people are more committed to the to some of the better bits because you know that's the other thing there are some bits where everyone is just sort of like halfway there (laughs) yeah that's what like uh, if you read like a lot of reviews and and stuff for it either like at the time or even some and uh more like uh, contemporary reviews that are just like it's just not funny enough Mm mm-hmm you know, like it's funny. It's not funny enough to sustain like it being such a massive thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I guess because that, it's also that not does hold true. It's also not like dramatic enough. Like, there's no drama in here that's like compelling. You know, it's not like a comedy that also has a little bit like like I said, like where you're like, oh, I actually care about this character. So when a comedy shoots for at least like a small dramatic meat which this movie does not have. You care enough about <laughs> Ricky Bobby. 
in Talladega Nights. You know, you care enough about <laughs> yeah. his yeah. his arc toward sure. redemption. Just enough. Exactly. Well, yeah, because he's not just the entire time doing funny things for funny sake. Yeah, and he loses everything and builds back up. You know, he goes through bits. These people are just doing things. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Nick, if you had to rate 1941 out of five, what would you rate it? Well, I, I don't know. I'm going back and forth between, like, a two and a three. I give it a two just, like, in general for being a mess. Um, <laughs> three, three for for like you know like i said like being like really impressive it's still like steven spielberg doing really big things this movie three for the pure audacity kind of like this movie is huge yeah it's craziness i see where Um, you're at with that or or like zero for being very (laughs) offensive depending on who you are um if you're like absolutely fuck this movie i'm Sure, I can't really argue with you there. No, there's no fault on that one. So there's that too. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm going with three because, like I said, you know, they just don't make them like they used to here. <laughs> Fair enough, dear. What about you? One of, one of these days, we'll get like the big comedy comeback. Maybe. But it is not. I mean, today. I hope. No, comedy is 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 a cheap medium for a lot of people. People throw comedy away. They're like, oh, comedy is so easy. Being funny is hard. Just look at this movie. It's trying really hard and it's not succeeding. Like pure comedies at the moment is like a very bleak landscape. Like stuff like that mixes comedy with like like horror comedies. Like those are doing pretty well. Like the menu is a hit. That's like kind of a horror comedy. Um. Stuff like that, but like a pure comedy. It's been a while, I think. Yeah. That's, Especially that, for that, a big one. That one's been huge, yeah. Um, well, we've been, we've been having such a hard time since we, we can't, you know, be offensive anymore. We're like, oh, crap, what's funny anymore now? I'm not making fun of people. we can no longer use our our facial slurs at will. (laughs) Like, literally. Literally. They're trying Uh, to suppress my... They're trying to suppress my right to... That's right. To say this word 96 times in my movie. I can do it if Mm -hmm. I want. You can. We just do not have to distribute it. (laughs) That's right. That's right, sir. You can do it. (laughs) You can do whatever you want with it. You are correct. Um, uh, so, uh, sorry. What What are you guys rating? Yeah. So, dear, <laughs> if you had to, if you had to rate it out of five, what would you give it? I'm gonna give this movie a two. That's fair. I'm gonna give this movie a two because of all of the things that Nick said. But I'm just, I'm just splitting the difference. It's, it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I don't have a desire to watch this movie again. Maybe, like, one more time years from now, and I'm going to, like, do cocaine for the first time and watch the extended. (laughs) No, yeah, like, I don't don't ever need to watch this film again. Um, It was was really hard for me to get all the way through the first time around, like, I don't don't know if I got that in me again. At least not right now. I don't. Not in this day. I don't want to. I don't want to do cocaine and watch this movie. I, I'm just, just kidding. I don't want to do that. 
I don't well, endorse anybody. Doing I've it. seen better versions of this movie out there in the universe. So I think I'm just going to, I'll stick with those ones. Uh, if I had to rate this thing, oh Jesus, what am I gonna give it? Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a, I'll get, I'll give it a two and a half. Oh, um, I was the nicest of all. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, it is, it is audacious at times. It is funny at times. You know, it earned some really good laughs um and i think that again you could maybe even go and edit this bad boy down to being like 45 minutes and you've got like a great little short in there you know about this suburban family Mm -hmm. in the height of this hysteria um however the rest of it is all over the place and however and it ultimately becomes just uh, an absolute car wreck of a movie at a certain point. Uh, what on earth was were they trying to say about like like the Zoot Suit riots? <laughs> <laughs> what did that have to do with that? <laughs> that that one especially was like, huh? Was like one last thing. This kid can dance, and <laughs> we're gonna on. work this right on in here. Because they forgot about it, they had to put it back in. They were like, "Oh shit, we 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 tossed him up as a dancer, and he doesn't have an ending." Just he was like our lead or something. Stuff, you know. Um, so Ooh. it's uh, I'll, I'll go two and a half. To... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I went back. I can watch before watching this i went back uh yesterday and i watched uh duel yeah um did you guys watch duel yeah 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 mm-hmm. okay nice uh whoa duel yeah. kicks ass yeah yeah and then there's and then there's this holds up duel is great have you seen sugarland express duel rocks watch that also i watched that with kira last night too um i liked it i like duel a lot more um okay sugarland express is like good i don't like anybody no No. that's fine however if you then want to go and watch um i think a slightly better version of sugarland express you should definitely check out uh raising arizona okay it's a nick cage movie yeah from like the 90s right yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's a cohen film it's it's kind of a better sugarland express similar concept yeah, it's a um, a guy who is a habitual criminal who falls in love with the woman who like takes his photograph when he's getting booked in prison. Um, they eventually decide to kidnap a baby together. Wonderful. Uh, and and it's 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 a similar sort of you know madcap road movie, but I think it does a better job of Evan of one making the characters a little bit more generally likable, and two. Uh, it's entirely screwball, you know, in in a much more amplified way. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's not that I like dislike the characters of Sugarland Express. It's like I said, I just am like, I, I don't know, I, I don't feel I'm not like compelled. I'm compelled by like, uh, it, I'm compelled on the surface of like mm-hmm. their journey, obviously, to get their child, but like as them as people, 
I never feel I never like them enough and it's not like, oh, you're not supposed to like everybody or that's the point or whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. You just never felt like they engaged (laughs) you enough, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, Yes, correct. Uh, On the other hand, like I said, Duel is awesome. That movie is very stressful. Right? Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, He knows how to, you know, no, yeah. you know, like we said <laughs> yeah. in the show, um, he knows how to how to take uh, an hour and change long car chase and and give it levels to it, you know, where it never feels like we're repeating the same gag, you know, over and over again. You know, he he really manages to make it this um, perpetually, you know, unsettling sort of journey. Mm. Um. No, I really enjoy Spielberg, and you know, I guess everyone has to have some sort of, um, it's, I guess, sort of the comedy rule, everyone bombs, you know? I think every director probably has to flop in some sense at one point in their career. Um, and then Homie never has he done back. Has he done any other, any other comedies? Ever? Not really, not that I'm, not like this. Oh, that sucks. Because it's not like he isn't funny, he's very funny. No, it really feels more like he just has some comedy like throughout his films for the rest of his career. Because yeah. um, let's um, see, I, I I did not rewatch Jaws or Close Encounters because I feel like I've seen them recently. No, and um, I think that that's fair. But um, I guess Hook was meant to be is. like a family movie. Well, yeah, yeah that's probably his really. next closest it's a fantasy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Close Encounters uh, rocks, man. I love. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, Close Encounters is actually probably like my favorite Spielberg film. That's a tremendous pick. Um. No, I really enjoy that one. Uh, Do you have a Do you have a favorite Spielberg? Man, I have no idea, Lauren. Did you like Fablemans? (laughs) Yeah, I loved Fablemans. I loved it, man. Yeah, I told you, like, I I, I cried, like, multiple times watching Fablemans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I think that he's a tremendous filmmaker, and I love that he can continue to surprise me as a filmmaker, you know? um, I I, I like War of the Worlds. (laughs) Oh, that's fair. (laughs) I love love War of the Worlds so much. Uh, I don't know if that's fair. fair. I don't know if that's, like, Um, that's a fair pick. I mean, I've always been I've always been a fan of Jaws. Okay. Um, I remember I bought that that movie one time at the at the library. They had it on sale in the in the the, the bins. You know, it was the VHS Jaws. Picked that thing right on up. I was like, this is something nice. that I need to own. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that VHS is still at my parents' house right now. Uh, we all we all picked wrong. It's Ready Player One. Ah, it's truly best. That's his funniest movie, right there. That's the funniest. Um, what? So, Nick, what else have you uh, have you seen lately beyond Steven Spielberg? So here's everything I've seen this year, this month so far. So, Skin and Uh, I like that a lot. It's getting scary. That's uh, great stuff there. Watch Skin and 
Uh, Armageddon time, really good. Um, just look it up. I don't, I don't know what else to say there. <laughs> Armageddon time, fantastic. Uh, a wounded fawn. Um, okay, it's a horror movie with like some Greek mythology in there. Oh, okay, it's interesting. It's all right. Um, man called Otto, weird. Um, wouldn't say it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I understand how you would think it's good if you're like old. Um, not to be so. Like Tom that. Hanks makes another movie for your dad. Yeah, I mean, they knows its target audience, and you know who these ads have been uh, reaching. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's that, um, and it's been working. Um, really weird movie, park car commercial. Um, among other things. <laughs> Doesn't always work. Tom Tom Hanks is great. Tom Hanks is great. Well, that's good. He, that's good. He, he Tom Hanks innocent as always with everything. Um anyway. Uh Megan, pretty fun. Um not nice. uh, not not great, but like it's it's fun. I get why people love it. Uh, I wish it was like wackier. It's the you know it's the you guys know it's this like same team as Malignant, um, mm-hmm. and Malignant is just insane. Yeah, yeah. Meg- that's, that's a big I wish I wish Megan was a little crazier with it. Okay, I get that, especially because uh, yeah. like you know it does sort of vibe a little you know child's play and like the the entire child's it's a, yeah, play it's, franchise it, it's, a, it, it's a familiar it's a familiar concept yeah for sure yeah um anyway yeah uh still fun um it has one moment that is like really laugh out loud really fucking funny i'm in the middle of it. okay oh what else uh possession from 1981 awesome uh really scary old horror movie I say old, but you know, eighties. That is old. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I rewatched Avatar: The Way of Water. In Hell yeah! Time. Uh, fuck yeah! What a movie! Excellent movie. It. <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> <handle>. No, <laughs> gotta uh, gotta see it again before it's gone. Yeah, uh, gotta see it five more good. times before it's gone. Good, <laughs> good, good stuff. Uh. Sick, which is a um, new slasher movie. It's on Peacock. It's uh, written by the guy that wrote the Scream movies. Um, William Richardson, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's completely wrong. But anyway, uh, pretty good. Uh, very simple uh, pandemic set, but like really well directed, like really awesome okay. chase scenes that are like kind of Scream-esque. And like the killer is like, it's like established pretty early on, like it's just like a person, right? In the same way that like ghost faces, so like they like can be hurt and they like you know aren't like some unstoppable like assassin. <laughs> um, so pretty good. Uh, I saw playing the Gerard Butler and Mike Coulter action movie. Uh, playing was pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> Plane's a pretty good time. I do recommend Plane. (laughs) 
I don't. Mike Coulter and uh, Gerard Butler's characters, they don't have any chemistry or anything like that. But it's really not important because they don't do anything until like the third act. Um, okay. Sorry okay. for the advertising there. Um, r- r- pretty fun, though. Uh, awesome stuff. Uh, I will say. <laughs> it, it, it's like part like disaster movie, like with like a plane crash. And then that turns into like an action thriller. Okay. Um, and, and like it, it has some bite to it. With with you don't, I don't care as much about like the action part to it, like the disaster, like plane survival element. Like first half of the movie was a lot more, uh, was working a lot better for me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I do recommend plane. Plane, plane's fun. <laughs> okay. 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 Stuff, okay. Crowd, crowd pleasing stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, I'm almost done. I'm sorry. Uh, so I've seen a lot of stuff. Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front. The new oh, okay. Okay. Last year. Uh, really, really good. Uh, expensive looking. <laughs> uh, some really great stuff going on there. Apparently, this was like the lead actor's first time like acting like in a movie, which is crazy. He's like a stage actor. Um, but like fantastic work translating to camera, my guy. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, really good stuff. If you like war movies or anti-war movies, whatever you want to call them. Uh, okay, I saw the Territory National Geographic documentary about like uh, one of the last uh, indigenous tribes in Brazil. Uh, fighting like deforestation and like defending like the last of the rainforest um pretty insane shit uh it takes place like leading up to bolsonaro's uh election um all the way through to 2020 like in the middle of 2020 um and pretty pretty dire stuff really insane uh that a camera crew is there um it ends with uh, uh they have a 20 year old is like in charge of the of the tribe and he's um brought like modern technology into it so they now like patrol the rainforest with uh drones and shit um so really crazy stuff and the, the tribe themselves like take over like the whole like the like the whole like hat last half hour or so of the film. Um, where they're like, uh, just give us the equipment and like we'll make like the documentary ourselves, basically. Um really crazy stuff. It's on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, nice. And there's a lot of crazy stuff on Disney Plus now that they uh since National Geographic stuff is on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um anyway. Uh, I watched the drop a uh, new comedy on Hulu. Had a couple uh, going on vacation, and one of them drops a baby. Um, that's it. Um, sometimes it's really funny. Um, same issues like we're talking about. I don't like any of these characters, and it's like half of the point that you're not supposed to like them. But like, I also just like end up not caring. It's more like I'm confused by them. Mm-hmm. I don't understand any of them. Um, sometimes it's funny. Yeah. Uh, Alice Darling, uh, 
drama starring Anna Kendrick that just came out uh, about a woman in an abusive relationship. Um, very good. Uh, very, very good stuff. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, missing. Uh, this movie got heckled at the screening that I saw. <laughs> this is this is the sequel to Searching. Uh, which was like that the thriller, like told entirely like through screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know the movie I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie is really silly. Um, I think to me in a very entertaining way. So it becomes kind of funny. It becomes very ridiculous. Um, I could do. I could talk about this movie like forever. Absurd. Uh, very funny. Very funny and unintentional. God. Okay. And sorry about the demon is the last movie. Okay. Uh, this is on sh- this is on Shutter. It's a horror comedy. Uh also uh pretty funny. Uh a little too long. Needs to shave some stuff off. Uh but uh some good laughs. Solid, uh pretty clever take on like demonic possession. Okay. Okay. Sorry. That went on forever. I've watched way too much this month. And I'm about to- <laughs> right after this. <laughs> Next no, up, I'm about to watch about to watch Possessor. Uh Brandon Cronenberg. Since uh, on Friday, I'm gonna go see Infinity Pool. Okay. Nice. This is new movie. Well, um, the only thing that we've seen lately, honestly, um, we went and we saw Porky and Bess at, uh, the at, the, at the Blumenthal. We saw the the America's Only Opera. Very They've good. They needed to the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah, they have been. I liked it. I thought that was very good. Um, they needed to have some sort of microphones on stage because um, certain oh. people just were not um, competing well with the orchestra. Um, and and they were just getting drowned out and we were we were losing words and we were not like far away we had like very good seats um mm. and and we were just losing too much but honestly that space wasn't the... really built for that kind of performance mm. you know have you been it's... to yeah you kind of like have to build in like an opera house itself mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way um what was I going to say? Uh, have you been to an opera before? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been to... Um, oh, no, word. Uh, not, I didn't go to... Uh, I, well, I went to a full opera when I was a kid, but then uh, more recently I went to, like, um, they did, like, an opera season sampler thing here in Charlotte right before one of their new opera seasons, and we went for uh, one of Madeline's birthdays mm. um, to that. And so it was, a like, a sampler. whole... sampler? Yeah, it was like a whole selection of what they were going to do, you know, sort of in the coming opera season, you know, because opera crazy. doesn't happen year round. It's, it, it happens in like. A, yeah. Were there a good amount of people there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's good. That's nice. I have no idea how well the opera is doing. You know, honestly, yeah. that's the thing. I was I, I was pretty surprised at how well Porgy and Bess's crowd like turned out like it was a big crowd for a 2 p.m. matinee. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were mm-hmm. packed in there. Yeah. You would have thought it was an evening show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think that that was because of also like the limited run of it. You know, people were like, we got to get in here if we want to see this thing. Yeah, there are only it. like the four performances of it. Exactly. Because um, it's not a touring show. It's like Carolina Opera. Um, uh-huh. So it's not, you know, right. something that you can like go and catch in like Georgia or wherever, you know. Um, I stay put. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty much I, all I remember we've the- seen lately. I remember the first voice teacher I ever had uh, tried to get me like to do like opera, mm-hmm. like vocals, like that. Like that. That's like what she like taught. That's just like the person my mom found. <laughs> she was. She, she was like, hmm. She was like, I think we're gonna teach you how to do opera. I'm like, that's not really what I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a part of the brand. I, I'm just yeah. That's not. That's not, that's not part of the brand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't really fit my style, you know. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like literally not like I was there for like musical theater stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But seeing it like an opera star, duh. I'm like, it's, it's not. It's also not what I'm interested in at all. Like, it's, no, it's not going to work. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to have to see other people. <laughs> but she may have been onto something. It, it's not like anything else worked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my my dreams were dashed. Maybe she was just maybe she was just being mean. She was like, uh, "Yeah, you can't be you can't be doing this stuff that you gave me. You're gonna sing opera." That's right. <laughs> she was trying to save me. I'm sorry, Miss. What's your name? I don't remember. Your name. <laughs> Oh Lord! All right, um, that's honestly, I think, just about everything that we have for y'all uh, tonight. Um, what's next week? We're we're in February, so we're done with Stephen. Oh my gosh, we're done with Stephen. Right? Um, yes. Yeah, because I... next Friday is February. I think his time um, is up. So that's right. Uh, it's been an interesting dive, you know, going back to some of his early work, especially, you know, some of the stuff that picks up right where, you know, the, the Fableman sort of leaves his, his sort of fictionalized, you know, version of himself. Um, and, uh, I've really enjoyed this, this journey down his, his, his filmography, you know, some of them, uh, actually pretty much all of them movies that I was unfamiliar with that I'm, I'm glad that I went back and watched because you can also definitely see, I think, you know, across all of them where um, his career would later go. Mm-hmm. No, honestly. Um, Nick, of course, will link all of your socials down below. Um, still, of course, writing all 25 of them. That's right, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, still over at uh, Discussing Film. Um, we're here. We're here. We're there. We're everywhere. And, uh, yeah, thanks, you it's guys. A, it's for... a global movement. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, as always, you guys, for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye! Bye! Bye.